0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Chump Shot. It's your boy, Johan Gomez, alongside my co-host, Chris Kuchar. And today, we have a very, very special guest with us today. It's a Twitter celebrity. Y'all know him as 29. We know him as Diego Mendoza. But I I won't say too much. He He can introduce himself. Chris will also introduce himself. And but... This episode is Surrounded by BET Online. And Diego, thank you for ha- for coming on, bro.
1: Nah, bro, thank you for having me, bro. The the, the pleasure is mine. Uh I mean you, you got it spot on, bro. Uh 29, that that's that's what else do we got to say right now, bro? Just if, if you if you heard the number 29 in the in the past <laughs> couple weeks, post Qatar, you know what we're talking about. You know you know yeah, what we're talking yeah, yeah. about. So I will um I'm not much of an intro guy, bro. So whenever you guys are ready to go, let's get it, bro. Let's get into it. Definitely. I appreciate for, y'all having me. For
2: for those of you who are watching who haven't uh, heard about 29 th- so far, he's basically the man who comes with, with the receipts. He is the eyes and ears on the inside of the USMNT, everything related to Wesson. And um, I guess now eyes and ears on the inside of the prim. Um, essentially, it, it really blew up a couple weeks ago. No, like more than a month ago by now, I guess, on that – one Twitter space where you disclose all the geo, Greg Berhalter drama. This guy was on this like a week before other media outlets were, and a week later when it came true, everybody started blowing up this guy, calling him the second coming. He's he he comes with their seats, and then now same thing with Weston the leads. Obviously that got announced um yesterday at the time of filming this a few days before you guys are watching this. He was also a day before on that, and then countless other things, just. Tell us a little bit about yourself first. Obviously, you come with the receipts, but why should people trust in what you say and why should you be a respectable figure for people to listen to?
1: Uh, Here's the thing. Like I tell everyone, you can't believe everything you see on social media, right? Take everything with a grain of salt. But when someone is consistently dropping news and dropping bombs that ends up coming to light days later by you guys' as faves, you guys' as mainstream media guys, I mean the proof is in the pudding bro I don't really have much explanation to do on that I don't really have to to prove myself I don't I don't I don't really have anything to say to that you you can believe me at first or not that's really up to you well you, you talk about the Twitter spaces that there was about a month ago it was a uh, that week that it was the week following uh the, the elimination to Netherlands where there was a space is uh hosted by my guy Jay Hernandez shout out to him um he was hosting a space and there was about 1,500 people on there. It was going crazy. And I just jumped in and started talking crazy. And <laughs> and, uh, and for the next couple hours on Twitter, the, my conversation on that space has lasted like three hours. And so for the next couple hours on Twitter, man, everyone's just like debating, do we believe this guy? Who is this guy? They started doing uh, their little FBI investigations into <laughs> who I am, found my social medias. Saw that I'm friends with Weston, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is this guy might be legit. He's followed by Weston and other and other other players. Weston has to be a source. He has to be legit. He was in the mix, you know." And it was crazy, bro. And but you know what? I I, I never once uh, argued with anyone to believe me. I just went on there, I said my piece. I said what I knew. I said yeah. what I've been told. I said what I saw. And then a week later, it all came to light, and people were people came back to twenty nine. And said 29, 29 is him. Twenty nine is the guy. So that's all I can to say about about proving myself, bro. Like it, it's, I constantly drop bombs before mainstream media. So if that doesn't give you enough trust in me, bro, I don't know what will, bro. So, I'm just a semi-anon guy, semi-anon guy on Twitter, man. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just on private, bro. I'm not mm-hmm. a big account, and that's why people find it so reluctant to believe me because I'm such a small account. But I'm in the know, bro. It, it, I don't care. I don't really care how many followers I have. It's really all it's really all about what you got in the in your in your phone contact list. And I got a lot of people in my contact list, bro. There you so go. Hey, so you that's what quote I would say to that, bro.
2: We, we, yeah, we got caught that. Hey, if, if
0: this yeah, guy if, if, if someone followers. walked out to him like on the street and was like, Who's the most famous person in your contacts? This guy would have this guy, Tony and I would definitely have a, <laughs> have a list. He'd have a list.
1: Uh you know what? I would. You know it's crazy, bro. I would. I I I got a couple people where I just like, yeah, I, like, Chris- I probably say post Malone though. Post Malone for sure. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: There we crazy. go. Post Malone. There we oh, got. So-, so Chris, Chris was telling me yesterday, sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but Chris, was me yesterday, I don't know if You're it's good. true. Talking about followers you said you went public for like an hour and you gained like a thousand followers. I don't know if that's true. I went
1: public for an hour and my, and my phone went crazy. I was convinced to go public. I went public because, uh, the podcast I'm about to do after this order knows better. Um, over there in Leeds, uh they did it they uh they did a tweet uh mentioning me and they wanted me to retweet it obviously for so my followers could see it and they're like uh, they wanted me to go public and i and i was like oh, bro i'm not sure if i want to go public i i i just i i was so reluctant about doing it i was so hesitant to go in public bro because them Leeds fans are crazy and you know what i said you know what let me do it for you guys like i'm doing your podcast i might as well be out in the eye like it is what it is it's gonna be out so I, I hit uh I hit the little protect my tweets uh option and I went public for an hour and I gained a thousand followers and people were just in my mentions talking crazy to me asking me the craziest things replying with the craziest things I I got so uh, overwhelmed I went back to private I said let me remain semi anon I, I like I like the twenty nine that's that's private and if you know you know if you don't well you're missing out there you
2: go yeah so uh, you. You we know Weston for sure is one of the plugs. He's one of the guys you said there's a few different athletes that you're you're boys with, and um you have multiple sources on the inside from which you get your information, and all that information has since come to light and come to be true. What are your relationships with those players? Do they know about your tweets? Do they give you the green <laughs> light to say what you say? I, What's that I, relationship I, I, like I de- there? I
1: definitely I definitely uh speak to the camps before I say anything crazy. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah with Wes, Wes is just a close friend of mine um a lot of people like to believe that uh, he's the direct source for a lot of my u.s mentee drama but he's not it, he we do have conversations about it we have had conversations about it it's nothing over the phone uh when it comes to that stuff it's usually in person just you know plausibility then about then 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 den- den- what's the word
0: deniability yeah
1: then Deni- yeah. deniability you're gonna have to cut that one out uh <laughs> we got so so we don't we don't we don't text about anything like that we don't we don't talk on the phone about any of that it's in person um so uh these these athletes i have i have a bunch of athletes in my and that i that i have that i'm close friends with uh, a bunch of soccer players football players basketball players so i mean i have the insight on a lot of different things um but they're just close friends of mine that i built that i've got to know over the the past couple years and build relationships with them and not even on a this was never the plan, bro. My plan was to never blow up yeah. like this. So it's not like it's not like I'm 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 uh befriending these people for yeah. business opportunities. No, bro, I'm just like I fuck with them. Like, yo, they're cool people. They're dope people. Yeah, they're athletes. But even if they weren't, they'd still be cool people to me. But then things like this happen.
2: Yeah.
1: And I want to get ahead of everyone else. So guess what? I start I start using my fingers and I start <laughs> reaching out and I'm like, yo, what's going on? like what's the I, f- give me the tea i need it for anyone else and and sometimes i get it sometimes i don't just because they want to be the ones that, that release it or, or, or the mainstream media is already on them about getting that information so for a semi-antern person i'm just a friend so i'm down the pecking order but sometimes because i'm a friend and not a journalist i'm atop the pecking order because yeah. at that point it's just a conversation with your boy your boy's Looking out for you, saying, yo, what's going on? What's going on in your life? What's up with this? I read about this. Just making sure you're good. Uh, is this legit? Is it not? And
0: yeah. then
1: if I get the green light to speak about it, then I'll speak about it. But not every, not every conversation I have uh, gets to Just be on the green light. Yeah, nah, not every conversation gets so- to, gets the green light.
2: So are they, I guess, and Wes specifically, are they aware of your newly found Twitter fame? Have y'all talked <laughs> Man, about listen, that Man, the,
1: listen, the, the first person, the first person that, but Wes is so, in this very moment, Wes is so out of the mix right now, bro. You, mm-hmm. you got to understand that he just completed probably the biggest uh, January uh, signing. Like he he's a part of the biggest January transfer, bro. It's, it's been speculated for about a year now since last summer. With Tottenham mm-hmm. flirting with him and calling for him and begging for him, but Juba didn't want that. So this is a year in the making, bro, for for Weston. So Weston's not really in the mix with social media right now. Um, I, I was I was speaking more to his mom when it came to Weston, just mm. making sure sh- just how everything is going. Uh, I have a good relationship with Tina. She's a she's a great person. She's a great mom. Supported for West from day one, and so that's kind of who I spoke more to about twenty nine. But is West aware of everything? Yeah. Yeah, West knows what's up. But what, what, West West knows there what's up, go. bro. When when his mentions are being blown up by twenty nine and my ad name, he's just like, bro, what is going on? I'm just like, listen, <laughs> listen, bro. I'm not saying I'm, I'm Romano, but I'm basically Romano right? Now. <laughs> you are, you
2: are, <laughs> and, you are. and and, and he's a,
1: he just I think he just finds it funny, bro. I just I, I don't he doesn't think too much about it, bro. West knows that that uh, I have his best interest at all times. I've proven that to him over the past couple of years. Yeah, I'm just off the field things. So he knows that, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to to tarnish your your name or anything. I'm not, I'm not going to speak about personal things that have nothing to do with what, with, with leads or with Juve or none of that. I'm not going to speak about that, bro. And I won't speak about it. It's, it's not my place. It's not my business. And that's just not the type of friend I am. Everything, Definitely. everything, everything I can, everything that's lighted is soccer related. So anything else that that stays off limits, bro. Yeah. So, you,
2: so you said you're close with his mom, and so you're close with that family. What, t- what ties do you have him here in in Dallas? I assume. Um, did y'all play together growing up? How, how'd y'all meet?
1: Man, uh, his mom, not his family, just his mom. Okay. Gotcha. It, it, his, his mom is more who I, who I'm closer with. And I got gotcha. really close with over the summer and then throughout the fall. And then recently, like we, we, we just developed a relationship over the past couple of six months from just your Wes's friend to like, Oh, like, you know, yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah. So bro, growing up, I, I grew up in Dallas, um, uh, Playing soccer, bro, you just knew who Weston was. I didn't play with him, but obviously he was in the same leagues, uh, uh, Select Academy and all that stuff, like club ball, bro. You, you knew who FC Dallas was. And, and if you followed FC Dallas at a young age, bro, you heard of the Zendahas and the Westons and the Johans, bro, and you heard and the Kellens. So you just knew about him. Uh, I, uh, thankfully la- uh, later in life, uh, I became really closer to him as, as we got older. And so that's kind of like, how we got here, but just knowing him from a young age, just from the, from the club, the club circle ball, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about. Like just meeting people from solar Dallas, Texans, all those other clubs throughout Dallas. Yeah. yeah, The people you play against me,
1: me, me playing in smaller clubs, bro. You just, you know who those guys are, bro. You, you play against them and you see them at the tournaments, at the showcases, bro. And so you just get, you just know who those people are. And then later in life, I ended up becoming pretty close to them. So, that's where our, our our friend our relationship comes from, just being in Dallas, bro. That that's that that's what it's all about, bro. Just yeah, just, definitely. Just literally just getting getting out there and just talking to people, bro. Spe-
2: speaking of those relationships, I'm gonna shift gears a little bit to probably what a lot of people are clicking on this pod for. Um, speak speaking of close relationships and how important those can be in life, within decision making, etc. How big of a role do you think Tyler Adams, Brendan? Um and even jesse marsh how how big of a role do you think they played in Wes getting that move to Leeds? a big role
1: bro a big role because he I mean he 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 there was this video that Leeds posted last night where he's just like Tyler had nothing to do with, with my with my decision yeah that, it's funny. Wes just has such a funny personality because everyone in their damn right mind knows that Tyler had the biggest role in that move bro I mean Tyler was obviously uh crucial in in convincing Wes about. Not the not necessarily the club, bro, because that was Jesse's role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the city of Leeds itself. Uh, and and I'm gonna say something here that you guys might believe or not depends how you want to take it. But I think this this uh, link up with Tyler has been years in the making, bro. They've been playing together since they were 14 years old in the youth, youth national team, bro. Yeah, they're, they're they're best friends, bro. That's his brother. Uh, they confide in each other and everything. Uh, when West gets down, he reaches out to his inner circle. That does include Tyler Adams just because of the trust and the bond they've had since they were U-14s in the national team, yeah. bro, up until the senior team at the World Cup. And and I want to talk about uh, the Netherlands game, bro, in the World Cup. You saw the emotion that they had yeah. after the loss, bro, hugging each other, sitting down there for 10 minutes, just soaking it in, just... And I don't think all those feelings were necessarily negative or sad. I, I think they were just soaking the whole process of like, man, we really, we're really here. Like, we really got this far. Just, just you could tell, bro. If you see the images, the photographs, bro. you could just tell that they have a different bond. Tyler and Weston have a different bond that that just not many people have, bro. It, it's a ten year plus relationship, up and downs, bro. So that there is it just goes way back, bro. So so you obviously you can assume that Tyler had a big role and he did. Uh, um, as for and and Brendan as well, Brendan's in the mix, but Brendan didn't get in the mix with the national team till later. So yeah, definitely. But they're, but they're still friends. They're good friends, though. Don't don't disregard that. Timing means nothing. Length of, of friendship don't mean nothing. But but that ten plus relationship obviously is gonna have a big role when you have a chance to to come to to Tyler's club. You obviously know Tyler's gonna have a big role in that especially recruitment. You obviously know Tyler wanted to play with him, and Wes would love to play with him, club and national team. Uh, As for Jesse, he had to convince Wes of the sporting project because at the same time, bro, they're they're in a relegation battle right now. Yeah. And, and, And if you saw, he had other offers. He had Bournemouth, which also in the same situation, relegation. But that phone call was a quick Bournemouth reaching out to Juve. Is Weston available? Yeah, call his agent his agent picks up, what's the deal with Weston? And his agent politely declines. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't interest me. And it's like, well, what's the difference between Bournemouth and Leeds? The American the American connection that he has there. So that should answer your question, bro. He has offers from three clubs in the same position, but guess what? The only phone he actually picked up was the one for Leeds. You can yeah. assume why. You can assume why. Definitely, so let me ask American you this, though. Connections. Let me ask American this. American so American
0: so, American. so if no Americans were there, would we be seeing West in elites right now?
1: I don't, uh, that's not a question I can answer, but because it's never came out of his mouth, and I won't say anything that hasn't came out of his mouth, but I think you guys can assume. If there was no Tyler, there was no Brennan, there was no Jesse, if there was no 49ers group, American owners, I don't think West would be at Leeds. Uh that that's that's just the obvious bro. You saw how he treated the the villain Bournemouth rumors. It just doesn't it I, Leeds was the only exception to non UCL teams because he really wanted to be in Champions League playing at Juve playing in Champions League for the past couple of years. That's what he's used to. That's the level of play he's used to. And not saying Leeds is a downgrade, uh, but Leeds is not Champions League club
0: yeah. or
1: Europa at that. Yeah. So that that's what he that's what he was holding out for. He really wanted Tottenham. He was flirting with Tottenham. Tottenham put the offers last summer, but Juve didn't want to sell him. And and this time around, I guess Tottenham had planned different plans with their money. They they got Pedro Porro with that forty million. That forty million could obviously be used on West. It's it's the same amount of money, 40 million and 40 million. Uh, I guess they went with Pedro Porro. Um I think they gave up on the West on the West uh on the West transfer just because Juve was very reluctant to sell to Tottenham. I, I don't know why. They just didn't want to do it. They weren't ready to let go. And then by this time around, Tottenham wasn't in the picture besides a little bit of flirting here and there just because of the relationships with with uh, I think Patricio, I think that's his name. He used to be a Juve board member who's now at Tottenham. Okay. Um, I think uh, so. So the, the the relationship with with the, with the Tottenham uh, board has always been there, just because those people were at Juve, and Conte's a big fan of West. So there's always the door has always been open for that move, but it just didn't. There wasn't much traction this winter when it came to Tottenham. So he kind of just it, it he just moved on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Then, there was then, a. There's a lot of talk about and there a lot certainly a lot of Twitter action as you know about Arsenal maybe coming in hijacking how close was that to happening?
1: I I spoke about Arsenal on on Jay Space's uh, when it first came out. The thing with Arsenal bro is um they were never going to hijack it. There there was a, there was an article that said that Arsenal could have hijacked it late. They were never going to hijack it. They got in the mix before Leeds. Mm. They were they were they were involved before Leeds, but it was just a a casual call what's his availability and when arsenal comes calling yeah your availability is always yes Mm -hmm. the thing with arsenal is and i spoke about this before 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 any of the stuff you're seeing today because it's deadline day uh you obviously know twitter's going crazy the premier league's going crazy la liga everybody's going crazy right now it's the biggest day of the season so um before any of this was really out there like that I spoke about Arsenal and Moises Caicedo situation. I said, listen, if Wes is going to be an Arsenal player, it's going to be only if the Moises Caicedo deal falls through. A lot of people were saying there's no way Arsenal can even get a Caicedo, so why are they even? Why Why does that even matter? Listen, bro, Arsenal was always in the mix for Caicedo. They just didn't really apply pressure to the deal till the towards the end. Um, be uh, they 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 didn't want to sell Caicedo, so. Um, had Leeds not came in, bro, we probably would have been talking about Weston Arsenal today because they ended up going with Jorgino, and Weston's kind of in that tire with Jorgino. And I, I know they are a fan of his, and they definitely did reach out. But at the time, it was just like, we're not making an, an offer right now. We just want to know if he's available because they have to start. When, when you're about to get into the final week of deadline of, a transfer, of the transfer window, you got to know, like, okay, this is plan A, but you got to have a plan B, C, and D, and E. So they just wanted to set up their ducks and be like, okay, if Kysselo doesn't work, who's our B? Who's our C? Who's our D? Well, Wes is in that mix from B to D. But the thing about waiting is, what if you wait to the last day and Kysselo does get done Arsenal? Now you're stuck. Yeah. Now you're hoping that somebody comes in in the last hour and makes a bid. And and, and the way Juve works, Juve doesn't work fast. But the way with all the situation they got going on, they they don't work, they don't move fast. So it, it it just I don't think I don't. I don't think his agent wanted to, to wait for Arsenal. I think they wanted yeah. to get a deal done earlier just to assure a move because West was ready for a new challenge. So sitting around waiting for Arsenal, as much as that would have been a great move, that would have been a big move for the US men's national team. If today we we're talking about Weston McKinney to Arsenal, that'd be the biggest story. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's not what that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Leeds. So that's where his attention's at. Where he's not, he's not thinking about what ifs. I highly doubt Arsenal's crossed his mind today. I highly doubt he's he's reading the news about Arsenal and, and people saying, damn, that could have been West. I highly doubt he's paying any mind to that. Yeah. At the, end of the day, Leeds called, he greenlighted it, and, he, and they made it happen, and, and he's happy to be there. So, But there was never a potential for Arsenal hijacked. hijack. But Arsenal's interest was there. Just it would have been down the pecking order towards the last day of the transfer uh, deadline.
0: Yeah, and that's... West just wasn't... That's tricky. Yeah. That's 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 a tough part about the window, man. That guy sell story. I mean, it all lines up. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I've, we've all been keeping up with that story. I mean, Guy they've been after him for a while. It's been a whole saga, and it's come down to the last day that Brighton won't let him go, even though he's pushing the move. So, yeah, like you said, it would have made a lot of sense. He publicly he went, went on today. Twitter
1: and Instagram. He publicly went on Twitter and Instagram and said, "I have a family to feed. He's making five thousand a week. That's yeah. crazy. He's making five thousand a week." And he, he, he went on, he went on, I've never seen this. I have never seen this in soccer. I see this in basketball and football all the time. Because in basketball and football, it's way different. You can control where you go. And soccer, it's it's just different. It's different. Agents work different yeah. in soccer. And I've just never seen a player like that just go out and say, I have a family to feed. I'm grateful for the opportunity, but y'all guys need to sell me. Because I need, a, I, need I, I need more money. You guys aren't offering me more money. Uh, and, and, but in return, I'm going to get you a record fee. I'm going to yep. get you $70 million in return and you guys can build past me. But I need I need to go feed my family, bro. He said I need to go feed my family. He Definitely. said I got 10 brothers. So I understand why he did that. I've just never seen that. And it kind of backfired on him because it's not happening. It's a crazy <laughs> story. And, and now imagine Wes just, just waiting there like, sorry, I'm going to let this man go feed his family so I can make the move or no? Like, like what's going on like it, so I, bro it's just a situation that I, I, for for West and his camp bro I don't think they want it to be a part of bro is it listen what we're, we're thankful for the call like I we appreciate that like that's that's what's one of the highest honors of of the game like being called by a team like a club such as, big as Arsenal who's first place in the Premier League but are we gonna sit around and wait for seven days uh probably not probably not. So,
2: do you think, it, but, yeah, I have, I have a good question for you. Do you think, so speaking of his time at Juve, I'm, I guess for me personally, I was wondering how badly do you think he wanted to leave? Was him going to the prim, was that more him, was that more based off of his dream of going to the prim, which we know to be true, or was it more so Did he just really want to get out of
1: Juve? Um, obviously as a kid, bro, growing up, isn't everybody's dream to go to the prim yeah. and, and he even he, he, he even spoke mine. about it. It, bro, I see the money they're offering players. I, I might start playing That's in the Prem tomorrow. I might start playing in the Prem. If, if anybody got saying. any availability, hit me up because I'm ready to go because that money in the Prem is crazy, bro. But for Weston, it's not about money, man. Uh, Weston's well off. He, he, he's a very marketable player, bro. He he His finances are good. This it has nothing to do with money. I don't pocket watch, and fans shouldn't pocket watch either. Weston is very stable financially. He's a very That's smart what- man with his money. Good investments he makes. So it has nothing to do with money. But the premise has always been a dream of his. That's known. He's made it known. Uh, but the situation at Juve was just it got it got rocky towards the end, man. It's just they started misusing him, playing him at you wing know. back, playing him at right yeah. wing, right back, yeah. Uh, as a 10. And and not that West can't play a 10, but he's not he's not a 10. You guys know what his position is. He, he's made it very public. He's a box to box eight. He's a traditional yeah. eight, box to box. So so yeah. It, it it's both. He he definitely had that dream of playing in the prem, as I said, and this the situation at Juve towards the end just got rocky, bro. It just it, it started to feel like they were unappreciating him because you know, the even thing about Weston is, no matter where he plays, he performs. He performs, and but just because he performs doesn't mean he's okay with it. What's he gonna do? Complain? That's not Weston. That's not his character. Yeah. West isn't West isn't a bad character player. Contrary to a lot of beliefs, uh, dating back to what happened in Nashville with the suspension and all that, and the partying at Juve, uh, which we'll get into. But <laughs> oh,
2: he's
1: not he's he's not a bad character dude. He he's a great addition to the locker room. Any team would be lucky to have Weston. Uh, but just because he's play- being played out of position doesn't mean he's okay with it. But guess what? He's gonna show up every day to the office and he's gonna handle business. But it started, you could kind of tell that it was just his demeanor just kind of changed a little bit, man. He started becoming a lot more silent on social media yeah. and all that. And it kind of looked like it looked like for a second we we're losing our boy. Like it just looked like he was just not happy there. And 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 he just he wanted that move. I think he yeah. made I think he made it known after the World Cup to his agents that he wanted that move. Sometimes you so, just and, need and a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a fresh start. And he wanted a new challenge. And let me tell you this that move to Leeds isn't for, isn't isn't to isn't for anyone else but himself. He mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. have anything to prove to us. Weston's Weston has a resume that not many people do. Like not not many Americans in the history of if US Mentee have ever done the stuff Definitely. that West has done. So he, West has nothing to prove to nobody. He's not coming here to prove it to you, to prove it to me, to prove it to them that he can play there. He just wants a new challenge. He has goals for himself. And he thinks that at Leeds he can get to those goals, so it, it it's a Westing. West's yeah. decision for going to Leeds makes sense to him, and that's all that matters. Nothing else.
2: You you so. mentioned you mentioned partying at a, et cetera, etc., etc. Just because it's a question, everybody's probably wondering: Do you know any good Cristiano stories? Do you know any good stories? Um, Man, I'm not Cristiano? allowed to talk
1: about Ronaldo. I cannot speak about Ronaldo, bro. I was having you. Want a me too. With- I I was have I was I was having a dinner with Weston in, in Dallas uh last March uh whenever West uh had that injury that ended his season essentially at Juba uh mm-hmm. last year and he he came to rehab in Dallas and LA for about a week and we had dinner we we when that da- when West comes to Dallas it, it's you're usually going to see me it, yeah. you're going to see me uh, mm-hmm. West confides in my in my ability to make things happen in the nightlife yeah so uh, <laughs> So we we went out to dinner before we went out to the to the to the club, and uh, that's a conversation I definitely wanted to to get in the mix of. I was like, "Yo, listen, what, what's the like with Christiana? Like, well, what's it like?" I had already I already spoke to him about it like over text and stuff like that when the move happened and then throughout the season. But I finally I finally got him down. And I said, "Listen, bro, you guys share some stories." And he told me one crazy fucking story that I just couldn't believe. <laughs> I think bro. I know it.
2: I think I know it.
1: I I don't I don't know if you know it. I I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to get here in trouble because Ronaldo moves are nothing but NDAs and all that. So I don't I'm I'm not gonna sit here and get clipped speaking about Ronaldo's business with West's name attached to it. It gets into West, and I, we ain't doing that.
0: So that's the thing about Weston though, man. Like I've never interacted too much with him, but yeah, people can say things that. You know, what happened in nashville they can judge about him having very it's very known that he has like a public nightlife, like he has a nightlife that he likes and stuff like that but all i've heard about him is that he's very welcoming to new players he's 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 very nice he's obviously his personality is so evident you know when you watch clips of him and all this stuff so it, it makes sense to me that cristiano took a liking to him because i mean ever since you know he's touched everyone like we went me and him went to the same high school in frisco and, you know, he's he's touched the people there just the same as I'm sure he touched Cristiano. So, you know,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. listen, I've never heard a bad thing about people that actually know Weston. It's all it's all media bullshit, bro. I've never heard a bad word about from people that actually know Weston. And and these are people that have no reason to lie about it. It's the inner circle. It's the people around them. Conversations I've had with other people in his inner circle. And no one's ever said a bad word about him. No one's ever said this and that. It, it, what he deals with off the field, is, what what he does off the field, bro, is his business. As long as he still handles business on the field, who, who you gotta understand, bro? He's a he's a 24 year old, well off, uh, well known athlete. He's the face yeah. of the of the U.S. Men's bro. Him and Christian are the face of it. Um, there's always gonna be eyes on Weston McKinney, bro. Yeah. But what he does off the field, if he still shows up every day to training. And handles his business on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever, whatever, whatever day it is that they have a game. What's the problem? Who doesn't? Who? What? What man in that situation doesn't like a good time? Mm -hmm. It 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 should be a concern of if he wasn't like that. Like, what is this man? What? What? what, What's wrong with this man? (laughs) Yeah. So. so.
2: Speaking of uh, that off the field on the field, making sure it doesn't conflict, something that we wanted to for those fans who weren't in that original space can you just tell us uh, on a different topic can you just tell us some of the geo the geo Rana greg berhalter story as if we've never heard it before um just as much as you're able to say just every uh, bro,
1: detail I, everything i've said about it is out there so there is no going back <laughs> on this bro there's dude, literally I, no going s- about this
0: dude i have i have not heard it so i'm excited for this i love details and it's still relevant it's still very much in the media yeah. i saw you tweeting about it today so oh yeah, I'd love to hear Gio. it.
1: I've been talking about Gio since last night because uh we were just talking about US mentee on, on Twitter. It was it was we we're just having a conversation and to me Geo is Gio's him. Gio's him. Geo's him. I don't care what nobody says, Gio is him. He he he's the most uh and shout out to Christian and Weston and Tyler and Musa and all them boys, but Geo by is just the biggest talent the US Mentee has ever had. We're talking about all time. And we're talking talent. He hasn't proven it. Uh, he's had he's had his moments, mm-hmm. Mexico game and and last summer and two summers ago he he's had his moments, but he hasn't proved it like Dempsey and Donovan have done it at the biggest stage. So till Gio does that, we can't say he's the best player of all time. But guess what? His potential will allow him to potential to possibly be there one day. Yeah, but for sure. As to for, as for the drama, man, we're going back down this fucking. Oh, this yeah. rabbit hole. We're going back down this rabbit oh, yeah. hole, and I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. <laughs> so, if, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about it, like if, if we're explaining it to a five-year-old kid who has never heard about it, let's do it that way. Go for it. So, so obviously, you guys know the U.S. qualified for the World Cup this past year. Uh, that's major. They they didn't make it in 2018. They made it in 2022. The problem with 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 2022 was that at the end of the tournament. We didn't get to highlight the success of the team and how they did. Uh, the The story coming out of the US mentee camp was the drama between the head coach Greg and the father of the star Gio Reyna. That should never be the headline, ever. And but that's the that's what the case was. Um, long story short, uh, before the before the World Cup, in that I think there was a, a seven to ten day camp, depending on when your club season ended. Uh, before before Qatar, uh, basically preseason for the World Cup with the national team, uh, players arrived and, and and they got they got their training in. Um, <clears throat> during that time span, uh, there was reports that came out that the Gio Reyna was being lazy, and 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 uh, entitled, and Greg had a problem with that. Uh, as it's confirmed, Greg sat down Gio and told him he was going to have a limited role before the World Cup even started. That to me, that's already a red flag.
2: Was that because of um, what he saw in training, or did that come before? That, the that,
1: that 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 that's because of what he saw in training. Listen, Greg was spec expect- First of all, Greg said Gio was hurt. Right? Let us go. Let's go with the story that Gio yeah. was hurt. All right. So you're 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 making a player who's hurt train in a hundred degree weathers before the tournament even starts. He's hurt. But you're having a problem that he's walking around training and he's not his, he's not giving his full 100%. So for that reason, he has a limited role. But he's hurt, though. But he's hurt. You, you can't have both. Yeah. Was he lazy or was he hurt? You said he was hurt. But you're expecting him to give it 110% in training. That doesn't make sense. How are you supposed to give it 110% when you're hurt? That doesn't make sense. So... Um, so the story was, and the story is, that Greg sat down Gio and told him he's going to have a limited role at the World Cup before the World Cup even started because of his work ethic. Um, that is true. He he did that did happen. He confirmed it himself at the at the at the summit when he spoke yep. uh, to the people about it. But the the narrative that Gio is lazy in training is false. That that that's false. It it, it he's expecting Gio to press in a hundred degree weather in Qatar days before the World Cup. At that. that that's just not who Gio is, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. That's just not who Gio mm-hmm. Reyna is. He's not. He's not going to press. He's not going to press for ninety minutes, let alone in training in a hundred degree. weather. he's not gonna do that. And so the story came out that that they had a, they had a they had a conversation with the federation and with the team, with everyone involved, around the team that listen. Uh, this isn't this isn't acceptable, and 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 you might have to go home. Mm-hmm. That conversation did happen. Uh. Greg damn near sent Gio Reyna right home. He uh he had he he sat down Gio and his parents and said, Listen, you got two options. Either we send you back to Germany or we send you back to uh to uh to the United States. Where do you wanna go? You wanna go have off season in the United States? You wanna have a little a little vacation time or you wanna go you wanna go back to your club? He gave him the option. It was damn near done. But I I believe with Gio apologizing for his actions and and a little bit of uh second input from everyone around the club that they, they, they probably realized that, listen, we can't send Gio right home. Like, we can't do that. He's Joe Rey after the day. There were a lot of rumors that there was a vote around the camp. Is that true? I said this on the spaces and, and I got clipped hard and people mixed <laughs> my uh, people uh,
0: twisted my words. words. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I said, listen, I don't know if there was a vote. Mm-hmm. But if there was a vote, I know who Weston would vote for. Because yeah. they asked me what did, what they asked me what they the, 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 what they asked, they, what they asked me was what was Weston's vote. And I said, listen, I don't know if there's a vote on record. I don't know. But if there was, I know who I know who West is voting for. He's voted for Gio to stay. That's just his boy. They have a really good relationship. Yeah. They're kind of they've kind of been in similar situations. You guys know Weston's drama with the national team. So guess who's one of the first people to reach out to Gio Reyna? It's Weston. So, um, but that vote, as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't think it happened. As far as I know, I don't think it happened. But uh that, that was a report. That that was a report, and uh, and uh, I, I can't confirm or deny it. But uh, if it did happen, I, I I know who majority of the of the players voted for. The Eurocore definitely would have voted for him this day. just because Gio doesn't have a shortage of respect in the locker room. Uh, it's just. There, there's a there's a division in the locker room between the MLS and the European players. It, mm. It's obvious. Uh, a lot of them side with Greg uh, because being a yes man to Greg in that locker room gives you opportunities that you probably don't deserve. You saw that by playing Jordan Morris over Gio Reyna, playing Shaq Moore over Joe Scally. These are just decisions that as a coach, you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't be making. Why in the biggest game of the tournament against England are you subbing in Shaq Moore over Joe Scally? Joe Scally's proven in the Bundesliga so far in his season and a half. He's performed against Munich. You're going to go in your bench, look at Joe Scally, and say, no, let's go with Shaq Moore.
2: Yeah. And it's nothing against Shaq Moore, but when you stack got
1: both resumes. Yeah. It's nothing against Shaq Moore. He's a bit older. But Joe Scali is doing it in the Bundesliga, man. He's starting. He's starting at 18. He's doing it at 19 now. He's had a great season so far. He, he's he's doing it. He was having a great season up into camp, up into the World Cup camp. So those are the privileges you get by being a yes man to Greg in the locker room. It is what yeah. it is. Call a spade a spade. Those are the privileges you get. And European players, they don't respect it. They don't respect it. Have a have a backbone. If you don't agree with what the coach says, say something. You don't like the way something's being done, speak about it. Guess what? The European players do that because they come from higher, they come from higher clubs, bigger clubs, big coaches, big players around them. There's a it it gets heated over there in Europe. At, in these at training. the same
2: time, at the same time though, to play devil's advocate, would you would you say what would you say to players like you, you know, for instance, Kellen? He's been wanting to move to Europe forever. He has the quality to do so, um, but just you know, like, like you said, sometimes in this sport, um, it, it doesn't happen the way you want it to. He's been truthfully maybe even stuck in the MLS. Um, he talked to us about that on our pod. Y'all should go check out that episode. It'll be down below. Um, but to guys like that, who are still in the MLS and want to go to Europe, um, there might be some borderline players, but would you, overall, would you say that players in Europe might have a sense of entitlement over some of the MLS players?
1: Speaking about Kellen, um, yeah, I just said this last night, bro. Kellen, it—he's been—I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what the appropriate word for it is, but he's been. Let, let's just say how I want to say it. He's been hoed by the by the overlooked uh, by the. He's been yeah, no, yeah. not No, overlooked. Hoed <laughs> <f-ed> over. <laughs> I put this on record. Kellen, a coast has been f-ed over by the MLS transfer policy. Yeah, because if you sell a player. In the MLS, that money doesn't go to the club; it goes to the owners, and that owner gets to choose what to do with his money. It doesn't have to necessarily go to the club. If you transfer, if, if you trade a player, that money you get off the tr- off the trade goes to the club. Mm-hmm. So Kellen has simply been f-ed over by the MLS transfer policy because Definitely. FC Dallas wanted money; they didn't want to give it to the Hunt family. They wanted for the club. Colorado didn't want to give it to their owner; they wanted to have it for the club. So guess what? They traded him to LA. FC Dallas traded him to Colorado. Kellen Acosta should be in Europe. He has the quality. I'm Definitely. not saying Kellen Acosta should go start for United or or one of these, or Juve or one of these big clubs. But Kellen Acosta could easily make it in the Netherlands. He could easily make it in Germany. And he could probably make it at a lower tire English team uh, in the Premier League. He, he has the quality. You've seen it. He's a great player. He's just been... His clubs have been selfish with him, and and at this point, living in L.A., being the face of a L.A. club, being paid well, your son is there, your son is loving it. It doesn't really make yeah. sense to make the move to Europe anymore. So, so unfortunately for Kellen, bro, I don't think it's going to happen. But that's not even his fault.
2: Yeah, that's not even not. his
1: fault. That that that's that that's a whole different conversation when Tyler about the MLS transfer policy. It's f- over there. They don't they don't have the player's best interest. They don't. Uh, but do the European players have a bit of more of entitlement? I wouldn't call it entitlement, but they definitely know that, that their game speaks for itself. Yeah, definitely. They, they, they definitely know that their game speaks for itself. Well, not let me ask you all. something. Yeah, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't give it the word entitlement. I'm just not going to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you something, though. There were reports, and I don't know how true this is, that you don't have to say names, but... That Pulisic and some of the European guys don't even like Greg. I don't know if that's true or not, but
1: I've already spoken about this, bro. It's already out there. It's public knowledge. I already spoke about this, bro. I know. Uh, uh, Christian Belizic. Uh, he's a very res- he's a very respectful young man. He's a very re- he's, he's very respectful to everyone in the federation. He he he, he he's not going to disrespect you. He, he's not going to do any of that. But let's just put it this way: take it how you want. Greg lost the locker room. He lost the locker room because he lost the bigger characters in the locker room. If you want to add two plus two and say Christian Pulisic would be one of the bigger characters in the locker room, one of the bigger names, I think it's obvious. So If you don't got the locker room, you don't got nothing.
0: Does Weston have a preference or do you know? I know you gave your pick, Steve Sharundalo, for who should be the next coach. Does Weston or do the big core guys, to your knowledge, have a pick on who should be the next coach?
1: Man, I think those guys are so focused on their clubs right now that I don't even. Yeah, I don't even think that's something that's crossing their mind. Obviously, they keep up with the national team; they have to. But since 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 December, they've been gone, and 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 they won't be seeing they won't be seeing the national team till till March. I th- I think they'll be in Orlando. I think the first team will get the call up in Orlando to qualify for the Nations League finals uh, against uh I think it's Granada and El Salvador. In a couple months, so I, in that time frame, bro, I just don't think the I just think I just don't think the national team is something they're thinking about. Um, they trust the federation to make the right moves for them. Um, it, it's it. This is the golden era. This is the golden generation for the U.S. mentee. Definitely the golden generation. So I think they have trust and in, and in, and in, and Cindy uh, to make the right move to hire the right sporting director and um, then eventually hiring the right coach, but. I don't think there's a preference right now from those players, bro. Whenever there's – I think I think the players will get in the mix with the situation once the sporting director is hired. But as mm-hmm. for now, it's not really something on top of their mind, bro. They're, they're too focused on what's going on. You think Weston's worried about who's going to be the coach when, when he, he's in the, the, the news every day over a transfer like as big as it is? Right. No, And Christian, he's hurt right now. He's worried about getting back on the field.
2: Yeah, it's true. Tyler's
1: having the Tyler's having the biggest season of his career. Uh, Eunice Musa is having a big season. Uh, Chris Richards is just coming back from injury, uh, and everyone else, uh, Tim Ream and, and Anthony Robinson, what they're doing at Fulham is crazy, and nobody saw yeah. this coming. Uh, Serginho is just trying to get his feet in the water again and just trying to get back in the mix, playing uh, week in week out. Obviously, there's some struggles there, but he he's doing that. So you think these players are worried about that, bro? They're not. Hey, speaking, they're not.
2: Speaking of major players for us in this next World Cup run with our Golden Generation, do we have an update, or what's your take on the whole Balogun situation? Where's that? Man, I've been asked
1: about Balogun for weeks now, bro. Listen, if the decision was had to be made today, gun to his head you would choose the U.S. Men's National Team, But it's not that simple. There's not a gun to his head. He doesn't have to make a decision. That's what makes it not simple. He doesn't have to make a decision right now. He has all the time in the world. And I don't think you're going to see a decision be made soon. He could still represent the U21s at the Euros, which I think he will. I think, uh, um, listen, he wants to play for England. He wants to. That's where he's from. You can understand that. I don't think Nigeria is really an option for him. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no disrespect to Nigeria, beautiful country, great team, great history. They have their guy, uh, the Napoli forward. That's oh, their me future. Him, yeah. me Him, That's the future for for Nigeria, bro. That's the future. He he he's the best forward, and 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 the Syria. He's probably gonna make a sixty to eighty million dollar move this summer to a big Premier League team. Could be Arsenal. Could not be Arsenal. Could be someone else. But he he that's their that's that's their focus right now. Let's build around him. I know Nigeria probably wants to cap on him because what you want to have a plan B C and D. Like, look look at the boat you guys were at when Pepe wasn't called up. It, it wasn't that good out there. Yeah. So so I am pretty sure Nigeria would love to have him, but he's not in Nigeria. He's not Nigeria's priority right now. So I think it's really between you guys and England. Um he really wants England, bro. But guess what? To England, he's just one of many other nines, bro. He's just one of any other nines. Uh, Gita the young player at Arsenal who who stepped up for Jesus when he got hurt, bro. He's been killing it. He is balling. Um, he might be the next guy in line. Uh, imagine if, if 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 England calls him up in March.
2: Yeah. But
1: you but know, you said had, you said gun to, head. Head. gun to you his head. You said gun to his head. U.S be because he wants to play first team ball bro and he's not going to get that yeah. opportunity in england so gun in his head i think it's in a, i think it's in a, it's going to be the u.s national team because guess what that's realistically the, the one out of the three countries that's going to guarantee you first team football definitely and that's what he wants i know he wants to prove his worth to england i know he wants to be there he's born there he was raised there he's an arsenal product but guess what that that just doesn't seem like an option for him today that's why i'm saying guns is that today it would be the US Mass National team because that would give him opportunity to play in the big cups, Copa America and the World yeah. Cup. Do we, and, do you know so, that
2: do you know if we have any players that are maybe trying to pull him in that direction?
1: Oh, for sure. I I can confirm and I know for a fact Tim Wea and, and Eunice Musa are in weekly contact with him, bro. And, wow. and they're always showing them love on the gram. You can you can I mean you see the Instagram yeah. any anytime Ring posts, bro, who's the first people under his comments, bro? It's Tim Weah and Yunus Musa, bro. And if Tim Weah has to call his dad for him to get involved, I promise you, Georgie would be involved, bro. George, George got a lot of pull, bro. George has a lot it. of pull. And, and George is a great guy, for what I've heard, bro. He gave Weston a, a a beautiful gift after the World Cup. He gave him a nice Louis bag. It's pretty That's dope. Awesome. It was a awesome. It's a pretty dope gift. But uh, listen, if George gets involved, bro, it might be a wrap. That's all I'm saying. If George gets involved, it might be a wrap. But I know for a fact Tim and even are in contact with him, and they're trying to recruit him over here. And and the U.S. fans, bro, they go crazy for following on Instagram, bro. following can post a black Definitely. screen, and there's gonna be a thousand, red, blue, and white hearts, bro. And they don't even care what they don't even care what's going on with Folarin, bro. They just they just want to show him love. They did the <laughs> same thing with they did the same thing with Gaga, Slonina, bro. Uh, Poland yeah. wanted him, but guess what? Them Poland fans, English fans, European fans they're entitled you should want to play for us just because we're a european country yep it's not like that in the us bro you guys have to go and recruit these players you guys have to go show them love and, and i think the players see that gaga obviously saw that and he felt the love that's i mean he said the reason he chose the us well, was because he felt the love and and so you got keep, as a us fan keep doing what you're doing cuz is going to go a long way in recruiting, doing that. As yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure Johan can speak about his brother when it comes to that. Um, why? But he's not. He's not committed yet. I believe. I don't think your brother's committed no, yet. No, not yet.
0: Not yet. But not yet. but but, but,
2: but, but, gun, but gun to his head. You know, he's picking us. So <laughs> probably, uh, uh,
1: probably. I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. He, I, don't it's, know I, <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, listen. He's here's the thing about your brother, bro. He's a good talent, bro. He's a good talent. We saw him play this past week. He's a good talent, bro. But he doesn't, he doesn't have to decide yet. He he he's not he's not he knows he's not going to be a first team player anytime soon. So he doesn't have to decide right now. He, he he's gonna go focus on 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 his improvement and where I can get better and growing and all that, and then I'll make a decision. So right now I think that's that's your brother's preference right now. It's just how can I get better? And then once I know I'm a first team player, I'll make my decision. But for now, I think your brother's just working on trying to get better every day. He's young, he's 18 years old, bro. Yeah, definitely. But guess yeah. what? He's he's wanted, but he's wanted by he's wanted by the US, he's wanted by Mexico. We want him. I'm Mexican. We want him. Yeah. But your brother's not ready. Your brother's not ready to make that decision. So uh that's that's the same case as Holerin, bro. He's not ready to make his decision. He's just not there yet. But speaking of sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but speaking yeah, of
0: the fact that you're Mexican, um, we know that you support the Mexican national team. Why did you choose to get so involved with US Twitter? Is it because bro, of your link listen. to Weston?
1: Bro, listen. I, we're down bad, brother. We're down so bad right now, bro. We're down so bad right now. There's just nothing to talk about. The Mex- there's nothing to talk about. If I wanted to be who I am, but with the with the Mexican Federation, I wouldn't have anything to speak about. <laughs> our player, our players aren't being moved to Europe. We don't have it. We we. We, I guess we have this plan where we're just going to play uh, games without a coach because we, we still haven't announced it. It, it. The U.S. is different because you guys have a situation going on in your hands where it's delicate and there's investigation. There's nothing going on with our country, bro. We're just not doing we're just not making any moves. So even if I wanted to be heavily involved in the FMF, bro, on Twitter and reach out to my sources, there's nothing going on. The biggest news that's came out of the the FMF so far, besides the the coaching candidacies, is that Julian are at home. might go to Barcelona, and that's not even a definite thing. There's always something new on USMT Twitter. So, but the reason I got that's heavily true. involved was listen, this wasn't my plan, bro. I did not plan to be this involved. This happened overnight because my yeah. my goofy self decided to get on the spaces and talk crazy for three hours, bro, and I just ran with it. I didn't even try to run with it. I just. Bro, you guys sucked me in. You guys you guys recruited me, bro. That's what it was. You guys recruited me. They're like, every day was 29, 29, 29, 29. I'm just like, yeah. All right, I'll buy it. What's up? Which I want to know. Which I want to yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about. so, bro, listen, I do support the the U.S. I do support U.S. Mentee because of Weston. That is my one allegiance to you guys. I, I All boys should decide. All 29 should decide, bro. Weston is my friend. I love him. He's a brother to me. I have his best interest at heart. I will always support that man, even if he wasn't a soccer player. I support him because he's a great person. But that is my ties to the U.S. Men's National Team. I support my friend. That that's what it is. I support my friend, and I follow you guys. And then there was an op- the, the, a blindly an opportunity for me to get involved on Twitter, and then guess and I just I, I I accidentally took it, and so now I'm heavily involved on Twitter. But yeah, just that you got it right. My allegiance is West. I support him. And, so and you I, had a
2: tweet. Spe- speaking speaking of where you're at on Twitter, though, you had a tweet about potentially having a podcast of your own. Is there any announcement you want to make, or bro, any indication listen, of what may happen? It,
1: listen, the past the past week was crazy. Yeah, you know it. Everyone knows it. I am a semi-anon Twitter account. I got three thousand followers, thirty five hundred. My only relations to anything is. I got friends in high places who are either athletes or agents or in the mix and they feel comfortable sharing news with me. That's all I am, bro. I'm not paid by a major media or company like ESPN or The Athletic or Bleacher. I'm I'm not a paid athlete, bro. I'm just a guy with a phone and some friends. Mm -hmm. That's it. When someone like me is out here breaking news before Fab Romano and Demarcia, and all these dudes, that just doesn't happen. That's yeah. not a thing. And the fact that I have been able to do it through my connections, and then the cult following that I have built over the past month on Twitter, it got the attention of a semi big media company that reached out to me last night, and and they they, they reached out to me and and they, they they asked for my number and they said hey we've seen what you're doing we've heard about you we keep getting uh one of our employees follows you uh they think your story is crazy they don't know how the hell you got here but <laughs> listen we're going to we're intrigued uh asked for my number got on a quick 10 minute call with him last night uh and this is a big uh executive at a semi big this, this is an executive at a semi big media company i won't say who because uh, they asked me to sign an NDA to, about it. They said you can talk you can talk without giving names and all that. Because yeah. nothing's nothing's concrete. But this is a semi big media company that wants to start a soccer podcast. And somehow I've 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 got in my way at the top of their list of who they want as their host. And this is full on production in a studio type stuff. This is six figure deal. Oh. You know, they didn't give wow. me an exact number or anything. They just said listen this is our budget, this is how it would go down, this and that. They just gave me all all, details without details, right? Like basic general details without details. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just crazy. It's insane, bro. Cause a month ago I had 800 followers on Twitter. It was just people. I just followed, you know, athletes that I love. I love, I love sports, bro. I love sports. I love, I love, uh, I love music. I love fashion. That's what I'm into. Mm -hmm. And so, I, that's all I followed on on Twitter and and then people that I went to high school with and and all this stuff like that. That's all I followed. And and in the span of a month, bro, I I've, I've blown up. I I I've, I've dropped bombs that, that I have no business dropping, bro, and it's it's made its way into into people's laps and they're like, "Bro, what the hell? Like I've never heard of this." Like this is crazy. I can tweet high right now and I'd get 50 replies. 29 29 29. <laughs> yeah. 29. What are you doing in 29? What are you doing in 29? What are you doing in 29? 29. Any news on this? 29. Any news? bro I have a following, like real engagement. Like yeah. you know this, Chris. I can tweet Definitely. high right now, and I'm getting fifty replies asking about my day, asking if I know something about this. What's the bro? It's crazy. And so, this this company, they see the potential that what could be with me. With with again, my my connects, my contacts. They know. They spoke to me about a little bit of my connects and and who I'm friends with and all that stuff. And and I spoke about it. Uh, not getting into detail, but I spoke about my friends and, and and who I'm connected with, and and they want me to bring on guests, and they will well help bring on guests. That they'll connect me to people. So these are these this this is a company that that wants to invest in me just because they think I have the yeah. personality to blow up. Like they really, and this is not a small. That's like I can't, I got to put emphasis. This is not a small company.
0: Mm-hmm. If I
1: if I name drop the company, the casual person would know who it is. Yeah. And they want to start a soccer podcast just because. The World Cup is coming in 2026, so they're trying to grow it. Soccer's the U.S. media is trying to grow soccer, definitely. And just just getting and preparing for 2026. If bringing the World Cup alone isn't enough. You know, they they, they just want to get involved in any way, so they want to start. They want to start a soccer brand. They want to start a podcast. And somehow I made my way into their into their lap, and 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 they're all in on me, and they're just saying, "Listen, take your time, no rush." But this is what we can offer. Before getting into details, this is what we can offer. Uh, and, and it's it's something that I'm gonna consider. It, it is it is a nice bag, not gonna lie. It's six figures. It's crazy, but I mean, I mean, I'm 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 well off right now. I live a nice life. Uh, I'm thankful to God. You know, I'm I'm grateful for it. I, I have a beautiful family. I have a son. I have a girlfriend. So um, it's just not a decision I'm gonna make anytime soon. And honestly, bro, yeah. I enjoy the semi-anon life, bro. It's pretty yeah. cool, bro. It, I I You're I'm not tied I'm not, down. I'm not tied down, bro. I enjoy semi anonology bro. I, I live a relatively private life, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I enjoy that. I enjoy being an Anon who just dropping bombs. And I have loyal followers. And, and I, it's like, if you know, you know with 29. If you don't know, then because people randomly tweet 29 and people reply, context who's 29. And the people reply with just legend,
2: him absolute yeah.
1: fucking legend. If you know, you know. So, no news right now, but it's something that's being discussed. Uh I'm not gonna make a decision anytime soon and I'm not gonna make an announcement anytime soon. It's something I have to speak to my family about uh because I'm not sure that i want I want my life to be out there like that. so definitely well, you Congrats know you need so, some co-hosts. That's, that's amazing,
2: yeah, that's huge. you need if you need some co hosts to share the six figures with, I know <laughs> I, I myself i'm I'm pretty well off, but Johan needs the money, so um, yeah, it'd be a big time.
0: but yeah, so but no nah, but you. hey we know you, you you about to have to hop on another podcast brother so we'll we'll sign off but is there anything else you want to say and before you say it though also we always ask all of our guests who would they would like to see on the podcast next
1: weston mckinney
0: that's what it has to be
1: that's your that's your job brother that's that <laughs> I, I, listen i i i think weston would be a great person to 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 talk to but weston's a great guy man he Weston's made. Here's the thing about Weston. He's made for this shit. Yeah, Weston is made for this shit. If I had, if I had, if I had, if I had, if I was a, I'm a betting man. I love to bet. I love to gamble. If I had to make a decision right now on, cause it's going to happen at some point, probably post 2030, as long as Weston stays at his level, which I think he's only going to get better in the next six to eight years playing in Europe. When Weston does come to the MLS, I would say it would either be Miami or LA. I, I, he has connections to inter, inter inter Miami right now. He loves LA. LA loves him, and he has the FC Dallas connection. But gun to my head, gambling man, I think I think Weston is sign for an LA team when that time comes because that man is just so freaking marketable overall. He's just so marketable. So mm-hmm. he's made for this type of things. He has a loud personality, but you know what the thing about West is? He's very private. He doesn't do these type of things, even though he's meant for these things. He really doesn't do them. But guess what? I know someone who might get him on, so I'll ask. Who? Them. Hey, I uh, I might I might I might talk. To, there's a legend named Twenty Nine. There's a legend that goes by really? Twenty Nine who, who hey. knows Weston, and I I think I can. I think Twenty Nine might do might, might make that call. Hey, listen, hey I got, I got some boys that. over there. I got some you do that, we'll there. give
2: you six figures. <laughs> and
1: so, but yeah, my ass is Weston, bro. He's just a great guy, bro. He's a funny guy. Just he he he's he's focused right now on, on club. He's focused right now on club and the national team in the, in the summer. So, um, but that's why i like for you to get on, bro. That, that, that's, that's a good choice. That boy's made for this shit, bro.
0: That'll no, be huge. We'll, we'll go after him for sure. Hopefully with a little bit of your help, but like we said, Hey, we appreciate 29, the legend Diego. Thank you so much for making the time brother. And uh, it was a great podcast. Thank you to you guys who are still watching and uh shout out to our sponsor BT online. Go check them out. If you ever need a gamble, and maybe hey, if you're gonna put in a, a bet, if you would have been here a week ago, if you would have been following 29, you could have bet that Weston was going to lead using BET online. And you would have <laughs> known and you would have <laughs> Listen,
1: if if you're if you're a betting man, you should just follow me, bro. Cause just definitely. follow 29. Well his his 29. links will be in the
0: description and popped up the whole time throughout this interview. Show him love, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in so much. We got guests hey. that you guys are gonna love, prospects that are coming up, guys that are already established in Europe. We're back, baby. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As we always say, go find your own success. Deuces.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.